When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Hello everyone, welcome to Club Deck Corner here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast, a New Year's Day special, yes I am Scott Carney, I'm here on my own today and yeah, a bit of a, a New Year's Day special, kill a, kill a bit of time probably, but no, it's uh, there's been a bit of a, um, a fallout, there's, a bit, there's been a lot of aftermath after the old firm and there's a few things that I thought I'd come on and pass my opinion about and to uh, really get a few things off my chest I think anyway. Uh, so yeah, first of all, Happy New Year to everybody from all of us here at the podcast, all the best to yours from mine and others. Uh, uh, I hope you have a fantastic new year, all the best for it going forward to, to you and yours and yeah, but the biggest thing is just a thank you really from all of us here at the podcast just for the support we've had over the last year. Um, it's an incredible support that you show us. The the support is, is mega, honestly, absolutely superb. And the podcast itself is kind of going from strength to strength. We've done a really, really good year. Um, we've brought on Jamie and Nikki now as well um, into the into the fold. Uh, and we hope to just kick on from strength to strength. And I say we're hoping to start the the podcast a year off with a bang um, with a, a live show at the Loudon on Friday the 19th of January. Tickets are still available for that. The link is in the description for this podcast. Please come along, see us, um, have a bit of a, a laugh and a giggle with us, share a beer with us and of course we'll be joined by Stevie Clifford from Four Lads of the Dream. Uh, always good to have have Stevie on board and uh, his opinions and his insight into Rangers are always always interesting and always, always good for a chat. So yeah, hopefully you can spare seven quid now that the, the big man's been and gone and you can come along and join us um, as I say on the, the 19th of January, really excited to, to see you all there so hopefully you can you can come along. Uh, right we'll go into the the, the old firm um, the, the kind of aftermath, the fallout whatever, whatever way you want to look at it after um, the, the defeat to, to, to Celtic at Parkhead 
first of all, that I have to get something off off my chest. Um, I uh, I know what we do as a podcast, and I know by what by us being a majority of a free podcast that I put myself out there for a lot of criticism and it's it's up to people to do what they wish with it um I, I have I've received some pretty horrible messages from Rangers fans and I know them to be Rangers fans as well it's not it's not people hiding behind it's not trolling stuff and uh, it's uh it's the personal insult stuff that I can't really stand um it really I, I can't understand what people are hoping to achieve by it I am all for different opinions. I've I've always said that I I sometimes enjoy when people disagree because you can have an you can have a, a debate about it, an adult conversation about things. But when when you're coming on and you're kind of calling me names under the sun and calling me things that I already know I am, uh, I don't understand what you're trying to achieve by it. And I, I was I was disheartened by some Rangers fans doing it. I really was. I was like, mm, that's. To me, that's just not on. You just don't do that. Look, some of the comments that we get from some of the other side of the city, you would expect it. You would, and it's water off a duck's back to me. It doesn't bother me. It really doesn't. There's others that come on that leave pretty fair comments, and I've got nothing. That's fine. If that's what you wish to do, you wish to come on and watch a Rangers podcast, leave your comment, and you're not being personal about stuff, you're just passing your opinion, by all means do so. You're helping my podcast. It's not something I've ever wanted to do. I don't go watch Celtic podcasts, never have, never will. It's not in me to do so. But if other people want to do it, I've got nothing against it. Generally, I've got nothing against it. It helps the podcast. But when you've got fellow Rangers fans making personal insults to me, making comments to me that are um, they're just really not called for, and it's just not on. If that's what your game is, go somewhere else and do it because you're wasting your time and you're wasting mine. And I just don't understand what you're hoping to achieve by it. It's uh, it's it's, it's it is few and far between. But when it happens, you you I just kind of it kind of it does because it does happen you slightly that other Rangers fans would choose to be like that towards you. But look, each to their own, I suppose. Each to their own, I suppose. But I say I know what we are and I know what I'm, I'm doing by the terms of, of putting myself out there. But just don't waste your your time really don't waste your time and they, these people that have done so are well aware now they they they, they do know so um but it's, i just just give it a miss eh? just give it a miss because that is what it is that just that is what i know what i am <laughs> so uh, there's no need for you to come on but i mean there's in previous as well i've had comments about my family and stuff like that as well but and i know that's all part of social media and online and the internet and the vicious place that it can be at times but I suppose I was just trying to get it off my chest that it was I won't tolerate it here. I really won't tolerate it at all because I just don't see the need for it. I'm never personal to you, so don't be personal to me. Disagree with me all you like. We'll have a debate, we'll have a conversation, we'll have an adult conversation about it. I'm all for that, I generally am. Uh, but I, I expect it from some elements of the other side of the city. I don't expect it from anybody um, that's a Rangers fan. I really don't. I, we're all in the we're all in the same boat here. We're all trying to do the same thing. We're all we're all fighting for the same goal, aren't we? So I, I just don't get it. But anyway, I'll I'll move on from that but again I just I had to get that off my chest so the old firm yes so on Saturday I did a reaction with Alistair um, after after the game and again we were I'm always full of emotion after a game after after full time and we very much recalled pretty much after full time so a lot of the things that I said at the time I might not necessarily agree with once I've had a couple of days to calm down or I might slightly change my opinion on it the reason that we do that is because Everybody's looking for some form of content as well after the um after the everybody wants to feel our emotions the way we are after full time. And I'll never be happy when we get 
I beat by Celtic at Parkhead. I'm never, no matter how the game goes, it's not. I'm never going to be happy about it. It's who I am. It's what I am, and I make no excuses for it. That's it's just the way that I'm going to be. Maybe slightly critical on some of the things I said, um, which I'll, as I say, I will kind of digress and I'll, 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 I'll discuss and I'll kind of break down a wee bit fuller. But it is all very much raw. It's all very emotion, full of emotion as soon as we record at. Um, at full time, at full time when we when we do that. So, but the game itself. So, look, ultimately, what cost Rangers was a, a, a well. I made a comment as well after the game that if you were you were you're picking holes in the officials, then you're clutching at straws. I I was hundred percent wrong about that. But obviously, based on now the the shenanigans that's going on with the SFA, it's pretty poor. Uh, but I'll, I'll get into that for love. I'll stick to the match first of all. Um, and I'd said that we were the, the mentality thing. I do still believe there's some players that have got too much baggage for these games, for these big matches, and that's something that needs to be addressed. The mentality is better. I'm not going to say that it wasn't. I think previous Rangers teams in previous years would have crumbled after going two 0 down, and then especially down to ten men. I think that there were previous teams that could have could have crumbled, but we didn't. Um, we 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 kicked on, and it was Tavernier that got us a goal, and it was Tavernier that gave us the wind on ourselves for the last kind of ten minutes of the game, um, which was. Um, which again is a, probably a problem in its own. The fact that our most prolific goal scorer is our right back, and that's a problem that we're not we're not unaware of. But I, I do think he was poor the, the the rest of the game as well. A lot of others, um, obviously Dessers. I don't think we need to go in really deeper into uh, Dessers. I think I tried my hardest to back him um, because he was the only option that we had, and I thought, what option do I have but to back him? He's not good enough. He just isn't good enough. He shouldn't be anywhere near a Rangers team. He shouldn't even be an option for us. I don't think coming off the bench, he, he failed drastically um, on Saturday and he wasn't helped by likes of Seema and Cantwell, who I thought just didn't show up and really just struggled to get anything going at all. I thought Rangers started all right for the first kind of 10 minutes or so. I thought we were kind of in the game, but we fell away and we got caught out and the pressure built and ultimately they scored from it. Uh, and that's it. They've got, they, they've got players that will take their moments when they come. We don't. We've got a captain that will score a free kick and that's it. Really, there's not much else happening uh, just now, and it's a it's something that obviously Clement's already tried to address by the, by bringing in Silver, which I think we're all very excited to see. Now, um, onto the officiating itself. Look, I, I would say I was a bit harsh. I think about the what I'd said um, about clutching the straws. I think I'm, I was wrong there. I, I do believe that I, I was wrong, and obviously now after watching the game back, having a few days to calm down, and now the the. The pretty poor showing that the SFA are, are giving themselves for by their standards uh, by refusing to release audio to Rangers um, at the time being anyway is uh, yeah it's a real concern for the rest of Scottish football. I'll start with the contentious one, um, the the handball incident. Now look, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I'm an expert on how VAR works, but I do know that the that the offside, as far as I'm aware anyway, and somebody will probably correct me in the comments, the the, the, the offside is irrelevant, I think, um, because I think it would only have been checked if it was a goal, um, if, if I'm correct, if I'm correct in that, and what I've read over different bits and bobs over the social media and different sites and whatever else, then I think that's the one that will... I think everybody's going to say one thing, one, everyone's going to say another, but it's more about the decision itself. Rangers were not rewarded a penalty because Willie Collum said it wasn't a handball, right? Now, everybody I've spoke to, um, people of the other persuasion as well, 
can't understand how you can say that isn't a handball. It's not in the natural position. He punches the ball out the pitch and a goal kick is rewarded. So it's not offside. It has to be a penalty. And if not, it's a corner, right? So none of it is correct. Absolutely none of it is correct. Rangers have now learned that the penalty wasn't awarded because Colum thinks it wasn't a handball. It had nothing to do with the offside. The offside thing that was released half an hour later was Willie Colum trying to cover his tracks. When I seen that come up on the on the telly while I was um, watching it in the pub and I seen the offside, I was like, why are they showing that now? And to me, it just stinks of Colum trying to cover his own tracks. It really does. He said one thing, he said another. There is so many conflicting statements of what's actually happened. Rangers, I think, were quite rightly to request the audio um, from the, the discussion that you had with Nick Walsh. I've not even started on Nick Walsh yet. That now the SFA are going, what do we do? We're going to have to play the delay tactics here. I seen yesterday that on Heart and Hand, um, that's the source of this is from Heart and Hand, he, um, David Egger released a, a couple of tweets that um, said the following, the SFA have refused to meet with Rangers officials to the winter break or, re- or release the audio of the VAR discussions yesterday to them. A Rangers spokesperson said, Rangers officials stand ready to meet in person or virtually with the Scottish FA at any time to hear and discuss the audio. However, the Scottish FA are refusing to both share the VAR audio and meet until at least Wednesday, five days after the old firm match and after the next round of Scottish Premiership fixtures. This is clearly unacceptable and heightens Rangers' concerns over the lack of transparency for which, for which the need is urgent. Rangers have learned no penalty was awarded as the VAR official Willie Collum concluded a handball offence had not occurred in the first half. While the club and most observers are astonished by this professional view, we remain perplexed and concerned about the Scottish FA's motivations for sharing an offside image with broadcasters during the second half when this was not the original reason why the penalty was not awarded. England's Premier League and other leading European leagues operate a nothing-to-hide basis where open communication and full transparency are available to clubs and the public on contentious far calls in a timely manner. On a weekend where not only Rangers but also fellow Scottish FA member clubs have major questions over potentially match-changing incidents, our governing body would do well to heed the same mantra. Now, I wholeheartedly agree with this. I wholeheartedly agree with Rangers' statement, uh, the Rangers spokesperson's statement. I think it's um, I think it's absolutely spot on. Willie Collum should be removed from his position. He should not be allowed to referee any game. I'm not talking just a Rangers game, any game in Scotland, because he's biased and he's got a, a, a tendency to do the wrong thing for what he thinks is the right thing for him pretty much. Willie Collum is a shocking ref. We've known it for years. It's nothing. He's got previous with stuff like this. <clears throat> but the excuse that he, um, the reasoning that he came up with is wrong. They've then created the offside thing, which again, if the rule is correct, and whatever rule it may be, it still doesn't really matter at that point because that's not why the penalty was not awarded. The penalty was not awarded because Willie Collum thought that was not a handball. I, I, I struggle to find anybody that would say that that isn't a handball it's a clear and obvious handball and it should have been a penalty so because of the reasoning that Willie Collum gave now I don't know if he gives the penalty if he then has to go back and check to see if there is an offside I don't know, I really don't as I say it's all a bit up in the air just now I think a lot of people have a different opinions but ultimately I don't know think all that matters I think this is more about the, the, efficiency, the officials themselves 
what the SFA are doing just now is a delay tactic to try and figure out how they're going to resolve the problem and how they're going to f- somehow work their way out of this one. And it'll probably be the usual thing of where the SFA will do what we want and there's nothing anybody else can do about it. And with my blue tinted glasses on, I understand that. The rest of Scottish football should be concerned about this. They could be concerned about the motivations of the SFA to keep things quiet. Why are they doing this? Can you imagine if this was the other side of the city that was requesting audio? Do you think this would be the same? Do you think this would be the same result the SFA would give? I don't. I, I hardly. I highly, highly doubt it. The pressure that gets put on by the other side of the city came to fruition on Saturday, and that makes me sound like I'm, I'm wearing a tinfoil hat. Then fair enough, but there's no other reason for it. Column and Walsh would n- would never have gave Rangers a penalty on Saturday. It was never going to happen. That's as clear a penalty as you're probably going to get. He hand he, he punches the ball out of the park with his hand. It's there's just it's a, a clear clear handball. And uh, Johnson would also have had to have been sent off because he'd already been booked. So there's another decision that the that the officials were never going to do. Nick Walsh also as well bottled it twice. So Johnson elbowed him in the face. Bernardo cleared out Goldson. Both were on a booking. Both yellow cards. Again, I don't think that's up for contention, and I don't think that's because I'm wearing blue tinted glasses. They should have both been sent off, and Rangers would have been up against nine men for um, ten minutes or so. I think it was twelve minutes. I think it would have been um, two 0 down. We would have been up against um, we would have been up against nine men, and it also took eighty five minutes for Carl McGregor to be fouled. Carl McGregor made eight fouls. I think it was eight fouls, and it took till the eighty fifth minute for him to be booked. This is what this is this is what this agenda is. This the worst conspiracy of all time that they'll let you believe in. It's now affecting the officials and it's now affecting the SFA. Rangers will, and I'm pretty sure they will, will not let this lie, and I don't think they should. And even speaking on that, see the Balogun red card, red card all day long. Like I mean, as soon as he done it, I went he's off. I was like, that's, that's a red card all day long. The boy was straight through. Balogun pulls him to the ground, it's a penalty. It's a red card, sorry. It's I've got no complaints about it at all, absolutely zero. But what I do have complaints about is, before that, who knows what would have happened if they were down to nine, we still had 11 on the park, and we, we had a chance to um, to, to go at them in nine, uh, 11 against nine. But again, it, it was never going to happen because of this worst conspiracy that you've ever heard in your life is getting continuously floated about. Now, in terms of the way the SFA have reacted, it's appalling. It really is. It's shockingly bad. Uh, it really is. I don't think there's... there's am I shocked? Oh, no, because this is what they are. But this is this is what the thing that we go on about all the time is that the rest of Scottish football need to come together and hold these guys to account. They really do, because we're, we're getting red for mugs and they're, they're making this game a laughing stock. They really are. They really are. And that's even before you get to the fact of the... Um, Celtic not putting up any tickets for um, away supports for no reason at all because just because they did, they didn't want to and the SFA just went okay no fight that's absolutely fine or SPFL just went okay <laughs> do what you want again this is all that's part of the same narrative these guys are not fit enough to run this this run this game in this country and our officials are certainly not our officials are a laughing stock they're a joke they are nowhere near the standard required to be officiating um, top flight football in this country so. Yeah, it's one that's going to go on. Um, I'm interested to hear the outcome of it. I'm, I'm sure we all are. Um, but it's it's an opinion that I have went back on from what I'd said on Saturday. That yeah, there's very much, there is very much 
questions to be answered by the officials here, and especially Willie Collum. I don't believe Willie Collum should be referee in this country ever again. I really don't. Uh, and I think there would be many, many, many fans of other teams in this country that would agree the same. He's a terrible referee. He really is a terrible referee, and it's uh, it's time something gets done about it. So, look, we'll sit tight on that. We'll see what's going to come of it. Uh, but yeah, I seen a, actually seen a funny tweet that somebody said if. Uh, if if the SFA won't meet Rangers until Wednesday, does that mean we can appeal Balogun's red card and um, he'll be able to play on Tuesday? And I thought, well, wouldn't that be funny to see how they reacted? I'm pretty sure they would rush in a, rush in a quick uh, hearing before the game, that's for sure. So, yeah, it's uh, rules for one, rules for another. That's for sure. But Rangers, are, I don't think they're in any mood to take this line down and I don't think they should. So things will roll on and we'll hear more about it. And when they do you can be sure that we'll, we'll be passing other opinions on it. So on to Tuesday now, as I say, we, we, we have to go again. The last game before the winter break, we play Kilmarnock at Ibrox tomorrow, three o'clock, um, a three o'clock kickoff. And I, yeah, I'm expecting quite a tough game. I think I think Kelly will be, they'll be up for it. I think they, they drew it the weekend there. And they conceded a kind of last minute goal to to make it two each. I'm sure. Um, anyway, but I think they'll be they'll be feeling up for it. They'll be looking to capitalise on um, us coming off the back of an old firm defeat to obviously try and kick his win. It's kick his winner, but we're down. Even though I don't think we are fully down, and I don't think that's for sure. I don't think we are. I think we're, there's still more in us. But I, the team itself, I only kind of maybe one or two changes. I don't think there'll be a great deal in it. I think Suter will come in for um, Balligan. Um, I think the rest will pretty much be the same. I'm not sure if Silva can play, um, if he's available to play on the second. If he is, I would put him in straight away and I would drop Dessers. Uh, I'd play Silva through the middle. But we'll, we'll have to wait and see. I'm not 100% sure about that. I don't think there's a press conference today. I think it was kind of done after the old firm and you're not going to get much from that. Um, you're not going to get much from that. So it'll be interesting to see what the lineup will be tomorrow if he is available or if he even makes the bench anyway. And yeah, uh, as I say, I just win in any way you can, Rangers. Just a win. That's all I really want is just to get a win tomorrow, set us into the winter break um, and we'll, we'll have a chance to get new players in, have a look at the squad, um, Clement can can figure out how he's going to do things. Going forward, obviously, we see him going away to um, the Africa Cup Nations as well. Um, but we've got an area that, that an area of the pitch we need to address there for a while until he's back. I think he's not back until is it the 13th of February or something like that, I think it is, until he returns. So, yeah, and even at that, he won't have had a break. So, <clears throat> yeah, it'll be, um, it's interesting to see going forward and a big window ahead to show for Clement. We're interested to see what he's going to do and who else he brings in and who he maybe tries to move on. But, uh, yeah, just win by any means at all tomorrow, Rangers. That's why I'll take a, I'll take a 1-0, I'll take a 2-1, I'll take whatever. Um, on that, my prediction, I will go for 2-1 tomorrow and I'll go for um, Shima to sign off in style before he goes away on international duty. Um, I'll get, so go see him to score first. Look, after the old firm, I don't, I, I'm not at a point where I think everything's doomed and Clement's not uh, not making progress because I believe that we are making progress. And ultimately, we were one goal away from them throwing sharks. It's as simple as that. If that had been two each, they would have been absolutely furious, absolutely beyond, beyond furious about it. So... They've also made a few comments after it. Um, McGregor and uh, Rogers have made a few that should really just put fire in the belly of Rangers players. It really should. Um, they should be they should be reading that and thinking, you, we're we're willing to show you, and um, we're willing to we're willing to to kind of put things right. But I, I believe come on, you're still the guy to be taking us forward, uh, and I, I believe that. There's no other way to put it. I was speaking to actually speaking to Stevie about this the other day. Um, 
come on, was polishing a turd. And you can only polish a turd for so long. At the end of the day, it's still a turd. And that's that's kind of the best way I can put it. And th- this team is it needs it needs some repair. It needs some fresh legs. It needs some fresh minds. It needs some fresh eyes in it. Uh, and we, I'm really hoping Clemon can and the the director of recruitment can really work their magic, but work their magic and bring in some some well needed legs, well needed new faces, well needed quality. Uh, and quality is the, the biggest part. We need somebody that is going to put the ball in the back of the net. We need probably more than one. We probably need two that are going to put the ball in the back of the net. Because right now we don't have really any, uh, especially along the front line. Um when say I know Seymour's been scoring well, but his performance on Saturday wasn't great. And same as Cantwell as well. I, I think he needs to start putting his money where his mouth is. But look, it's all these all these things that are I am that are going to need addressed that I believe that Clement will be doing. He'll know now who he can trust and who he can't. He'll know now who he has to who he wants to keep at the club and who he doesn't, and he'll know who he wants to bring in, etc. So look, uh I'm I'm a ho- I'm hope still hopeful, very much hopeful for the rest of the season. We win the two games, then we're back to two points, and you never know what can happen from there. Um it's just never, never nice to, to lose an old firm. Never nice. Uh, anyway, thank you for listening to me rabble on for about 25 minutes. Uh, I, again, wish you all a happy new year. All the best for the year ahead. Uh, I'd say we'll be back tomorrow. I think it'll be myself and Alistair from the car um, tomorrow uh, after the game. So until then, I hope your team wins tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your New Year's Day, whatever you may be doing with it. And I will speak to you all tomorrow. We are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Cheers, everybody. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.